Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Welcome to the 42nd episode of What the Wealth. I'm your host, Jonathan Bedner. I'm a certified financial planner and owner of Paradigm Wealth Partners in Knoxville, Tennessee. The idea of this podcast is to help you go from financial confusion to financial confidence. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about a concept from a book published last year called The Psychology of Money. Uh, And this book was published by uh, an author named Morgan Housel, terrific thought leader in the world of financial planning and investments. And One of the chapters is titled You and Me, and he goes on to say that you should beware of taking financial cues from people playing a different game than you are. And so I actually did a LinkedIn doodle about this that kind of is my take graphically on, on what that little phrase says. Again, beware of taking financial cues from people playing a different game than you are. And as I kind of thought about this, I've actually read this book once, and, and I think that this is actually a book, fantastic book, that I'll probably read once a year. It's about, I don't know, 200-something pages, 220, 240, it looks like. Um, and, and that incl- includes endnotes and acknowledgments and, and all of that. So probably 220 in reality. Um, and it's broken up into chapters, about 20 chapters, and just kind of talk about concepts. And and I thought this was a fantastic concept, something that, you know, we as advisors run into this quite a bit. And it's the idea that people often go to, to neighbors and relatives and trusted contacts to help provide some financial insights around investments and financial planning. And so how do we navigate? What are the good decisions we should make? What decisions should we stay away from? And how does that impact our own plan uh, from a financial planning and investment standpoint? So in chapter 16 of this book, Morgan Housel writes, uh, or calls this chapter, You and Me. And again, he says, beware of taking financial cues from people playing a different game than you are. And so personal financial plans and investment strategies have, have a lot of harm inflicted on them. When we take these cues from media, uh, short-term traders, from these trusted contacts, neighbors, and everyone means well. They they are people are seeking out these guidance from people that uh, they they really respect, or they wouldn't be asking them in, in, in the first place. And it can be hard sometimes to really understand the difference of is this coffee shop talk. Like, you know, you and I sit down for coffee at, at, you know, some coffee shop. And are we just, are we casually talking about financial planning and what we're doing in our own plan and and how we're doing our investments? Or is one of us kind of asking some pointed questions, actually seeking counseling guidance? And so it's important to understand the context of how people engage in this conversation. If it is casual conversation about just opinion and thoughts, that's probably okay. 
if you're if you're going to someone for specific recommendations for counsel for guidance then you might need to consider if that actually fits your financial plan and your investment thesis the answers that are provided can be detrimental and it's not that our neighbors and relatives and trusted contacts intend to hurt us but it's that most of them if not all of them only know what their personal experiences are. So they're relying on their personal experiences to provide you with insights. But not only are they relying on their personal experiences, which by the way, may be good, may not be good, but they're also relying on their own biases. So their own preconceived notions and preconceived thoughts that may not be the way that you think, but they're going to, when you ask them, they're going to lay those out there. And then now you're starting to make decisions around their, their biases, their, their, their thoughts, their notions that may, may be right, may be wrong, but they're, they're their slants, they're their biases. And that may have a negative impact on, on building out your financial plan. Same thing with, with personal financial experiences or personal experiences in general. If if someone invested money and they lost money, they may turn around and say, investing is not a good idea. You shouldn't invest at all. And I, I think that there's a lot of misinformation there that could end up causing you to be maybe not making the most well-rounded decision. L- let me dive in a little bit deeper here. People that are really comfortable with real estate investments sometimes are not as comfortable with investment in the stock market because when they own a piece of property, a, a rental house, uh, a apartment complex, something like that, they can actually go lay their hand on the front doorbell or on the front door. They can ring the doorbell. Uh, they can they can drive by their property. They can touch it. They can talk to the people that is renting their property for them. So it is much more tangible than opening an account and investing in XYZ stock or XYZ mutual fund or XYZ investment. And so they tend to have biases that, you know, investing in the stock market is very risky. You should own real estate. And and they're automatically, just by their own personal experiences or personal thoughts or their personal biases, inflicting those biases and negative experiences on you. And so the flip may also be true. Someone who is not comfortable owning real estate, who's not comfortable with dealing with renters or problems with their rental, like the water heater going out or you know, maybe uh, air conditioner going out or finding reliable tenants that will continue to pay may have the opposite bias or negative personal experience and say, you shouldn't invest in real estate because there's all these problems and you should just invest in the stock market. And so when you're taking your cues from someone that is playing a different game, then you have to be careful because you're not getting the objective advice. And so it's not that that person is meaning to harm you. They're not meaning to 
to share their biases. They're not, well, they, they mean to share their biases, but they mean to do it in a way that's constructive. The problem is our interpretation immediately becomes negative. They said this is bad, so this is bad. They said this is good, so this is good. And then you end up having these carried biases from them into your own biases. It's like Morgan Housel goes on to say in this chapter that we call everyone investing money investors, like they're basketball players all playing the same game with the same rules. And that's not entirely true. I mean, if you know a basketball player, we got the everyone has the same size court. Everyone has, you know, two goals on each end. There's a round ball. There's five players for each team on the court at the same time. And there's certain rules. You can't double dribble. You know, there's a line for three point three pointers or two pointers. There's a free throw line. You know what the out of bounds rules are. You know what the foul rules are. You're, you're playing a defined game. Uh, Not necessarily a defined outcome because you've got two teams competing against each other, but we've got a game that is defined and now the competition will, will compete for the winner. But investors are not all playing the same game. Their investment strategy may different, be different. Their financial plan may be different. Their social security may be different. Their pension may be different. Their emergency fund may be different. Their job and job security may be different. Their core values may be different. Their dreams may be different. Their key numbers may be different. The next steps may be different. Meshing their financial plan into yours usually doesn't turn out too well. So it's very, very, very important to to kind of consider, is this conversation I'm going to this person with coffee talk? You know, is it the talk of kind of here's what I'm doing? What are you doing? And, you know, what what is your thoughts about the market? Or is it or is it pointed? You're asking for advice to shape your financial decisions as kind of a way to be comfortable about are you doing the right thing? What is the right thing? How do I know if if I'm actually doing the right thing? And usually we're relying on people that we know and trust to help validate we're doing that right thing. We're on track. Yes, this makes sense. And a lot of times what we don't realize is that me and you are different. We are playing two different games. We've got two different strategies. You know, maybe one is long-term money, another is short-term money. Incomes are different. Expenses are different. Core values are different. Dreams are different. Um, Financial security is different. Risk tolerance is different. And so how do we mesh that becomes really, really important. I think the best way to do it is what Morgan Housel summed up and that you and me are different. And, and, you know, taking cues from financial, uh, taking those financial cues from people playing a different game than you need to be approached with caution. This goes to the media as well. You know, if you've got media or TV personalities that say buy this or buy that, then, you know, you got to take a step back and realize, does does this even make sense? They don't know me. They don't know my position, my, you know, my financial well-being, my, my thoughts, my stances, my biases, my risk tolerance. Does this even fit into my plan to own this stock? You know, how how is this investment going to fit in my plan? And so there's a couple of different ways that I think you can take this information and 
I identify the game you're playing because that's the most important thing at, at the end of the day. Your financial plan, the game you're playing, so that you know are you on track and and how do we get on track if we're not on track. So here's a couple of things that I have identified that I think are important for you to help identify the game you're playing. Number one, identify your core values. These are the three to five things that are most important to you. They drive your decision-making process. They are the utmost kind of truths and beliefs that you hold. Second, we want to dream big. So we're going to, we're, we want to write down our dreams. Again, I've, I've talked about this in the past this is where a lot of advisors and, and people in general talk about goals. I want you to dig deep and, and, and dream and write those down. Thirdly, I want you to align your core values with your dreams. So if your dreams don't match your core values, then you're probably not going to end up having a lot of follow through success. Let me give you an example. So identifying your core values, let's say that leadership, love, faith resonate with you. So we can take those three and we can bunch them together and we can consider that core value maybe philanthropic or philanthropy. And then on dreams, let's say you want to start a business. So as we dig deeper and now we start aligning your core values and dreams, let's say maybe we want to start a business around leadership for charities and philanthropic giving. So we can teach people how to become better leaders. Maybe we're teaching women how to get involved in philanthropy and take on leadership roles, but that becomes our purpose and our fulfillment and our why. And so what we're doing here, we're we're kind of setting our game up that, you know, these are the core values that we believe in. These are the dreams that we want to accomplish Here's how we're tying those two things together. And then, and then lastly, I want you to create an investment policy statement. How are you going to make decisions when certain things happen? When the market crashes, how are you going to react? When the market shoots up, how are you going to react? What if you have no growth at all for a couple of years? How do you identify how much your emergency fund is? How do you identify how to make how to make trades or or change investments inside your portfolio. Are you investing for the long-term? Are you investing for the short-term? Let those be the drivers of of your financial plan. And and by doing that, by creating your core, uh, identifying your core values, writing down your dreams, aligning those core values and dreams together and creating an investment policy statement, now what you've got is the the game you're playing. You know the parameters that that you've got to work in to play your game and ultimately what you need to do to try to be successful and win the game you're playing. So with that said, I want to wrap this, this one up. This is again, episode 42, where we talked about you and me being, be aware of taking financial cues from people playing a different game than you are. Uh, This idea came from the book, The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. I highly recommend you read it if you have not read it. This is an excellent, excellent book. 10 stars out of five and just some some truths that you should think about 
as you go along your your financial planning and investment journey to help you make decisions. So with that said, thank you all for listening to episode 42. Hope you um, have a wonderful weekend. Remember to create the life you love. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.